Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You can support Sapphire Planet by visiting the online store at sapphireplanet.com. Welcome. Your journey is just beginning. You are now entering the Sapphire Planet. The Sapphire Planet. A submarine is a watercraft capable of independent operation underwater. It differs from a submersible which has more limited underwater capability. The term most commonly refers to a large, crude, autonomous vessel. It is also sometimes used historically or colloquially to refer to remote-operated vehicles and robots, as well as medium-sized or smaller vessels, such as the midget submarine, and the wet sub. Used as an adjective in phrases such as submarine cable, submarine means under the sea. The noun submarine evolved from a shortened form of submarine boat, which is often further shortened to sub. For reasons of naval tradition, Submarines are usually referred to as boats rather than ships, regardless of their size. Although experimental submarines had been built before, submarine design took off during the 19th century, and they were adapted by several navies. Submariners were first widely used during World War I, through the years 1914 through 1918, and now figure in many navies, large and small. Military usage includes attacking enemy surface ships, merchant and military, submarines, aircraft carrier protection, blockade running, ballistic missile submarines as part of the nuclear strike force, reconnaissance, conventional land attack, 
for example, using a cruise missile, and covert insertion of special forces. Civilian uses for submarines include marine science, salvage, exploration, and facility inspection and maintenance. Submarines can also be modified to perform more specialized functions, such as search and rescue missions or undersea cable repair. Submarines are also used in tourism and for undersea archaeology. Most large submarines consist of a cylindrical body with a hemispherical and or conical ends and a vertical structure, usually located midship, which houses communication and sensing devices, as well as periscopes. In modern submarines, this structure is the sail, in American usage, and fin, in European usage. A conning tower was a feature of earlier designs, a separate pressure hull above the main body of the boat that allowed the use of a shorter periscope. There is a propeller or pump jet at the rear and various hydrodynamic control fins. Smaller, deep diving and specialty submarines may deviate significantly from this traditional layout. Submarines change the amount of water and air in their ballast tanks to decrease buoyancy for submerging or increase it for surfacing. Submarines have one of the widest range of types and capabilities of any vessel. They range from small autonomous examples and one or two person vessels that operate for a few hours to vessels that can remain submerged for six months, such as the Russian Typhoon class, the biggest submarines ever built. Submarines can work at greater depths than are survivable or practical for human divers. Modern deep diving submarines derive from the bathscape, which in turn evolved from the diving bell. The first submersible, of whose construction there exists reliable information, was built in the year 1620 by Cornelius Drebbel, a Dutchman in the service of James I of England. It was created the standards of design outlined by English mathematician William Bourne. It was propelled by means of oars. The precise nature of the submarine type is a matter of some controversy. Some claim that it was merely a bell towed by a boat. By the mid-18th century, over a dozen patents for submarines-slash-submersible boats had been granted in England. In 1747, Nathaniel Simmons patented and built the first known working example of the use of a ballistic tank for submersion. His designs used leather bags that could fill with water and submerge the craft. 
a mechanism was used to twist the water out of the bags and cause the boat to resurface. In 1749, the Gentleman's Magazine reported that a similar design had initially been proposed by Giovanni Borelli in 1680. By this point of development, further improvement in the design necessarily stagnated for over a century until new industrial technologies for propulsion and stability could be applied. The first military submarine was the Turtle in the year 1775. A hand-powered acorn-shaped device designed by the American David Bushnell to accommodate a single person. It was the first verified submarine capable of independent underwater operation and movement and was the first to use screws for propulsion. In 1800, France built a human-powered submersible designed by American Robert Fulton and it was named the Nautilus. The French eventually gave up on the experiment in the year 1804, as did the British when they later considered Fulton's submarine design. In 1864, the fourth year of the American Civil War, the Confederate Navy's H.L. Hunley became the first military submarine to sink an enemy vessel, the Union Sloop of War USS Houston Tonic. In the aftermath of its successful attack against the ship, the Huntley also sank, possibly due to it being too close to its own exploding torpedo. The first submarine not relying on human power for its propulsion was the French Polinger, which means diver, launched in the year 1863 and using compressed air at 180 psi for power. The first air-independent and combustion-powered submarine was the Incentio II designed by the Spanish intellectual, artist, and engineer Narcius Montreal, Launched in Barcelona in the year 1864, it was originally human-powered, but in 1867, Montreal invented an air-independent engine to power it underwater. The 14-meter or 46-foot-long craft was designed for a crew of two, performed dives of 30 meters or 98 feet underwater, and remained underwater for an astounding two hours. Both the Incentio I and Incentio II were double-hulled vessels that solved pressure and buoyancy control problems that had troubled and limited the functionality of earlier submarines. The submarine became a potentially viable weapon with the development of the Whitehead torpedo, 
the first practical self-propelled or locomotive torpedo. The spar torpedo that had been developed earlier by the Confederate Navy was considered to be impractical, as it was believed to have sunk both its intended targets and probably its own ship, the H.L. Hunley, the submarine that deployed it. The Whitehead Torpedo was designed in the year 1866 by British engineer Robert Whitehead. His mine ship was an 11-foot-long, 14-inch diameter torpedo propelled by compressed air and carried an explosive warhead. The device had a speed of 7 knots, or 13 kilometers per hour, and it could hit a target 700 yards or 640 meters away. Discussion between the English clergyman and inventor George Garrett and the Swedish industrialist Thorsten Nordenfeldt led to the first practical steam-powered submarines. Armed with torpedoes and ready for military use, the first was the Nordenfeldt I, a 56-ton 20-meter or 64-foot-long vessel, similar to Garrett's ill-fated Resurgrim, with a range of 240 kilometers or 150 miles, armed with a single torpedo, and was built in 1885. Like Resurgrim, Nordenfeldt won operated on the surface by steam and then shut down its engines to dive. While submerged, the submarine released pressure generated when the engine was running on the surface to provide propulsion for some distance underwater. Greece, fearful of the return of the Ottomans, purchased it Nordenfeldt then built Nordenfeldt II in 1886 and Nordenfeldt III in 1887. A pair of 30-meter submarines with twin torpedo tubes for the Ottoman Navy. This became the first submarine in history to fire a torpedo submerged. Nordenfeldt's efforts culminated in the year 1887 with Nordenfeldt IV, which had twin motors and twin torpedoes. It was sold to the Russians, but proved unstable, ran aground, and was scrapped. A reliable means of propulsion for the submerged vessel was only made possible in the 1880s with the advent of the necessary electric battery technology. The first electrically powered boats were built by James Franklin Waddington in England. Dupé de Lomé and Gustave Zide in France and finally Isaac Perel in Spain. 
Waddington's porpoise was similar in size to the Resurgrum, and its propulsion system consisted of 45 accumulator cells with a capacity of 660 amp-hours each. These were coupled in series to a motor driving a propeller at about 750 revolutions per minute, giving the ship a sustained speed of 8 miles an hour for at least 8 hours. The boat was armed with two externally mounted torpedoes as well as a mine torpedo that could be detonated electronically. Although the boat performed well at trials, Waddington was unable to attract further contracts and went bankrupt. The Spanish Peril submarine was launched in 1888 and had three Schwarzkopf torpedoes 14 inches in diameter and one torpedo tube in the bow, a new air system, hull-shaped propeller, and cruciform external controls anticipating much later designs. Peral was an all-electrical powered submarine. After two years of trials, the project was scrapped by Navy officialdom, who cited, among other reasons, concerns over the range permitted by its batteries. The Guimote was launched by the French Navy in the same year. The Guimote was an electrically powered and fully functional military submarine. It completed over 2,000 successful dives using a 204-cell battery. Although the Guimot was scrapped for its limited range, its side hydroplanes became the standard for future submarine design. Submarines were not put into service for any widespread or routine use by navies until the early 1900s. The turn of the century marked a pivotal time in submarine development, and a number of important technologies appeared. A number of nations built and used submarines. Diesel-electric propulsion became the dominant power system, and equipment such as the periscope became standardized. Countries conducted many experiments on the effective tactics and weapons for submarines, which led to their large impact in World War I. The Irish inventor John Philip Holland built a model submarine in 1876 and a full-scale one in 1878, followed by a number of unsuccessful ones. In 1896, he designed the Holland Type 4 submarine. The vessel made use of the internal combustion engine power on the surface and electric battery power for the submerged operation. Launched on May 17, 1897, at Navy Lieutenant Lewis Nixon Crescent Shipyard in Elizabeth, New Jersey, the Holland 6 was purchased by the United States Navy on April 11, 1900, becoming the United States Navy first commissioned submarine and renamed the USS Holland. <laughs> 
commissioned in June 1900, the French steam and electric Narville employed the now typical double hull design with the pressure hull inside the outer shell. These 200-ton ships had a range of over 100 miles, or 160 kilometers, underwater. The French submarine Aigrette in 1904 further improved the concept by using diesel rather than gasoline engines for surface power. Large numbers of these submarines were built, with 76 completed before the year 1914. The Royal Navy commissioned five Holland-class submarines from Vickers, Barrow in Furness, under license from Holland Torpedo Boat Company during the year 1901 to 1903. Construction of the boats took longer than anticipated, with the first only ready for a diving trial at sea on April 6, 1902. Although the design had been purchased entire from the U.S. company, the actual design used was an untested, improved version of the original Holland design using a new 180-horsepower petrol engine. These types of submarines were first used during the Russo-Japanese War of 1904 through 1905. Due to the blockade at Port Arthur, the Russians sent their submarines to Vladivostok, where by January 1, 1905, there were seven boats, enough to create the world's first operational submarine fleet. The new submarine fleet set out its first patrol on February 14th, usually lasting about 24 hours. The first confrontation with Japanese warships occurred on April 29, 1905, when the Russian submarine Som was fired upon by Japanese torpedo boats, but then withdrew. Military submarines first made a significant impact in World War I. Forces such as the U-boats of Germany saw action in the First Battle of the Atlantic and were responsible for the sinking of the RMS Lusitania, which was sunk as a result of unrestricted submarine warfare and is often cited among the reasons for the entry of the United States into World War I. At the very outbreak of war with Germany, Germany only had 20 submarines immediately available for combat, although these included vessels of the diesel engine U-19 class with the range of 5,000 miles and speed of 8 knots to operate effectively around the entire British coastline. By contrast, the Royal Navy had a total of 74 submarines, although of mixed effectiveness. In August of 1914, a flotilla of 10 U-boats sailed from their base in Heliogoland to attack Royal Navy warships in the North Sea 
in the first submarine war patrol in history. The U-boat's abilities to function as practical war machines relied on new tactics. Their numbers and submarine technologies, such as combination diesel-electric power systems, developed in the preceding years. More submersibles than true submarines, U-boats operated primarily on the surface, using regular engines, submerging occasionally to attack under battery power. They were roughly triangular in cross-section, with a distinct keel to control rolling, while surfaced and a distinct bow. During World War I, more than 5,000 Allied ships were sunk by U-boats. During World War II, Germany used submarines to devastating effect in the Second Battle of the Atlantic, where an attempt to cut Britain's supply routes by sinking more merchant ships than British could replace. Shipping was vital to supply Britain's population with food, industry with raw materials, and armed forces with fuel and armaments. While U-boats destroyed a significant number of ships, the strategy ultimately failed. Although the U-boats had been updated in their interwar years, the major innovation was improved communications, encrypted using the famous Enigma cipher machine. This allowed for mass attack tactics, commonly known as a wolf pack, but it was also ultimately the U-boat's downfall. By the end of the war, almost 3,000 Allied ships, which were comprised of 175 warships and 2,825 merchant ships, had been sunk by German U-boats. The Imperial Japanese Navy operated the most varied fleet of submarines of any navy, including K-10, crewed torpedoes, midget submarines, and Kari classes, medium-range submarines, purpose-built supply submarines, and long-range fleet submarines. They also had submarines with the highest submerged speeds during World War II, and submarines that could carry multiple aircraft. They were also equipped with one of the most advanced torpedoes of the conflict, the oxygen-propelled Type 95 torpedo. Nevertheless, despite their technical prowess, Japan had chosen to utilize its submarines for fleet warfare and consequently were relatively unsuccessful as warships were fast, maneuverable, and well-defended compared to merchant ships. The submarine force was the most effective anti-ship and anti-submarine weapon in the entire American arsenal. Submarines, though only about 2% of the U.S. Navy, 
destroyed over 30% of the Japanese Navy, including eight aircraft carriers, one battleship, and 11 cruisers. U.S. submarines also destroyed over 60% of the Japanese merchant fleet, crippling Japan's ability to supply its military forces and industrial war effort. Allied submarines in the Pacific War destroyed more Japanese shipping than all other weapons combined. This feat was considerably aided by the Imperial Japanese Navy failure to provide adequate escort forces for the nation's merchant fleet. During World War II, 314 submarines served in the United States Navy, of which nearly 260 were deployed to the Pacific. On December 7, 1941, 111 boats were commissioned, 203 submarines from Gato, Balo, and Trench classes were commissioned during the war. During the war, 52 U.S. submarines were lost to all causes, with 48 of them directly due to hostilities. U.S. submarines sank 1,560 enemy vessels, a total tonnage of 5.3 million tons, which comes out to 55% of the total sunk in the Pacific. The Royal Navy Submarine Service was used primarily in the classic British blockade role. Its major operating areas were around Norway, in the Mediterranean, which was working against the Axis supply routes to North Africa, and in the Far East. In that war, British submarines sank 2 million tons of enemy shipping and 57 major warships the latter including 35 submarines. Among these is the only documented instance of a submarine sinking another submarine while both were submerged. This occurred when the HMS Venturer engaged the U-864. The Venturer crew manually computed a successful firing solution against a three-dimensional maneuvering target using techniques which became the basis of modern torpedo computer targeting systems. 74 British submarines were lost, the majority of which, 42 of them, were lost in the Mediterranean. The first launch of a cruise missile, SSMN-8 Regulus, from a submarine occurred in July 1953 from the deck of the USS Tunney, a World War II fleet boat modified to carry this missile with a nuclear warhead. 
Tunney and its sister boat, Barbaro, were the United States' first nuclear-deterred patrol submarines. In the 1950s, nuclear power partially replaced diesel-electric propulsion. Equipment was also developed to extract oxygen from seawater. These two innovations gave submarines the ability to remain submerged for weeks or months at a time. Most of the naval submariners built since that time in the United States, the Soviet Union, Russia, Britain and France, have been powered by nuclear reactors. In 1959 through 1960, the first ballistic missile submarines were put into service by both the United States, which had the George Washington class, and the Soviet Union, which had the Hotel class, as part of the Cold War nuclear deterrent strategy. During the Cold War, the United States and the Soviet Union maintained large submarine fleets that engaged in cannon-mouse games. The Soviet Union suffered the loss of at least four submarines during this period. K-129 was lost in 1968, which, interestingly enough, the CIA attempted to retrieve from the ocean floor with the help of the Howard Hughes-designed ship Glomar Explorer, pretending to be an oil ship. Also lost was K-8 in 1970, K-219 in 1986, and Cosmolets in 1989, which held a depth record among military submarines of 1,000 meters. Many other Soviet subs, such as the K-19, which was the first Soviet nuclear submarine and the first Soviet sub to reach the North Pole, were badly damaged by fire or radiation leaks. The U.S. lost two nuclear submarines during this time. The USS Thresher, due to equipment failure during a test dive while at its operational limit and the USS Scorpion due to unknown causes even to this day. During the Indo-Pakistan War of 1971, the Pakistan Navy Hangar sank the Indian frigate INS Kukri. This was the first kill by a submarine since World War II. In 1971, the Ghazi, a Tench-class submarine on loan to Pakistan from the U.S., was sunk in the Indo-Pakistan War. It was the first submarine war loss since World War II. In 1982, during the Falkland Islands War, the Argentine cruiser General Belgrano was sunk 
by the British submarine HMS Conqueror, the first sinking by a nuclear-powered submarine in war. Before and during World War II, the primary role of the submarine was anti-surface ship warfare. Submarines would attack each other on the surface or submerged using torpedoes or, on the surface, deck guns. They were particularly effective in sinking Allied transatlantic shipping in both world wars and in disrupting Japanese supply routes and naval operations in the Pacific in World War II. Mine-laying submariners were developed in the early part of the 20th century. The facility was used in both world wars. Submarines were also used for inserting and removing covert agents and military forces for intelligence gathering and to rescue air crews during air attacks on islands where the airmen would be told of safe places to crash land so the submarines could rescue them. Submarines could carry cargo through hostile waters or act as supply vessels for other submarines. Submarines could usually locate and attack other submarines only on the surface. Although HMS Venturer managed to sink U-864 with a four-torpedo spread while both were submerged. The British developed a specialized anti-submarine submarine in World War I and named it the R-Class. After World War II, with the development of the homing torpedo, better sonar systems, and nuclear propulsion, submarines also became able to hunt each other effectively. The development of submarine-launched ballistic missiles and submarine-launched cruise missiles gave submarines a substantial and long-ranged ability to attack both land and sea targets with a variety of weapons, ranging from cluster bombs to nuclear weapons. The primary defense of a submarine lies in its ability to remain concealed in the depths of the ocean. Unfortunately, early submarines could be detected by the sound they made. Water, it turns out, is an excellent conductor of sound, much better than air, and submarines can be detected and track comparatively noisy surface ships from long distances. Modern submarines are built with an emphasis on stealth. Advanced propeller designs, extensive sound-reducing insulation, and special machinery help a submarine remain as quiet as ambient ocean noise, making them difficult to detect. It takes specialized technology to find and attack modern submarines.
Active sonar uses the reflection of sound emitted from these search equipment to detect submarines. It has been used since World War II by surface ships, submarines, and aircraft via dropped buoys and helicopter dipping arrays. But it gives away the position of the emitter and is susceptible to countermeasures. A concealed military submarine is a real threat, and because of its stealth, can force an enemy navy to waste resources searching for large areas of ocean and protecting ships against attack. This advantage was vividly demonstrated in the 1982 Falkland Islands War when the British nuclear-powered submarine HMS Conqueror sank the Argentine cruiser General Belgrano. After the sinking, the Argentine Navy recognized that they had no effective defense against submarine attack and the Argentine surface fleet withdrew to port for the remainder of the war, though an Argentine submarine remained at sea. Although the majority of the world's submarines are military, there are some civilian submarines. They've used a wide variety of uses, including tourism, exploration, oil and gas platform inspection, and pipeline surveys. The first tourist submarine was launched in 1985, and by 1997 there were 45 of them operating around the world. Submarines with a crush depth in the range of 400 to 500 feet, which is equivalent to 120 to 150 meters, are operated in several areas worldwide, typically with bottom depths around 100 to 120 feet or 30 to 40 meters, with a carrying capacity of about 50 to 100 passengers. In a typical operation, a surface vessel carries passengers to an offshore operating area where passengers are exchanged with those of the submarine. The submarine then visits underwater points of interest, typically either natural or artificial reef structures. To surface safely without danger of collision, the location of the submarine is marked with an air release and movement to the surface coordinated by an observer in the support craft. A recent development is the deployment of the so-called narco submarines by South American drug smugglers to evade law enforcement detection. Although they occasionally deploy true submarines, most are self-propelled semi-submersibles, where a portion of the craft remains above water at all times. In September 2011, Colombian authorities seized a 16-meter-long submersible that could hold a crew of five, costing about $2 million. The vessel belonged to FARC rebels 
and had the capacity to carry at least 10 tons of illegal drugs. All surface ships, as well as surfaced submarines, are positively buoyant conditions. Weighing less than the volume of water they would displace if fully submerged, to submerge a hydrostatically, a ship must have a negative buoyancy, either by increasing its own weight or decreasing its displacement of water. To control their weight, submarines have ballast tanks, which can hold varying amounts of water and air. For general submersion, or surfacing, submarines use the forward and aft tanks called the main ballast tanks, or MBTs, which are filled with water to submerge or with air to surface. Submerged MBTs generally remain flooded, which simplifies their design, and on many submarines, these tanks are a section of the inner hull space. For more precise and quick control of depth, Submarines use smaller depth control tanks, or DCTs, also called hard tanks, due to their ability to withstand higher pressure. The amount of water in depth control tanks can be controlled to change the depth or to maintain a constant depth as outside conditions, chiefly water density, change. Depth control tanks may be located either near the submarine's center of gravity or separated along the submarine body to prevent affecting trim. When submerged, the water pressure on a submarine's hull can reach 4 megapascals or 580 psi. For steel submarines, and up to 10 megapascals or 1,500 PSI for titanium submarines. Like K-278, Kamsmollet's, while interior pressures remain relatively unchanged, this difference results in hull compression, which decreases displacement. Water density also marginally increases with depth as the salinity and pressure are higher. This change in density incompletely compensates for hull compression. So, buoyancy decreases as depth increases. A submerged submarine is in the unstable equilibrium, having a tendency to either fall or float to the surface. Keeping a constant depth requires continual operation of either the depth control tanks or the control surfaces. Your journey is now ending. You are now leaving 
The Sapphire Planet. Goodbye from the Sapphire Planet. Own a piece of the planet. Now you can purchase Sapphire Planet merchandise online at sapphireplanet.com.